It's often a bit mystifying how brands magically go viral overnight. Sometimes they make it big, and other times they crash and burn. Is the road to brand fame and a bump to the bottom line worth the risk? I'm Alexis. And I'm Melissa. And we're just a little obsessed with these marketing moments. So join us as we break down the craziest brand stunts, from how the idea sparked to how the heck they pulled it off. Or didn't, and of course, will it stick? Morning, Melissa. Good morning, Alexis. We're back. <laughs> We're back. I just cannot stop laughing. I am so excited about this podcast today because it is just brought so much joy into my life. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because, okay. you know, you feel good when you laugh, right? Oh my gosh, yes. Yes. Like I love when my face hurts. I mean, the worst part is I've been laughing so hard and I went to Ohm yesterday and I did 63 on my abs. So when I laugh, it actually hurts really bad. So I don't know how awesome it is that I'm laughing so much, but... I've had a lot of fun with this. So. Wait, real quick. We never told everyone what like we're doing with Ohm. We never like announced it on the podcast. Let's tell them. Yeah. So Alexis and I have decided we have a client, Ohm Fitness, which, which you've heard about, we've been talking about, and it's the first fitness franchise to use EMS technology like wirelessly. So basically... You're working out 25 minutes wearing like this badass, like superhero looking half wetsuit. And you have all these electronic pads, like 30 of them in the suit. And the instructor is custom controlling each part of your body, giving it electronic like pulses. So you're working out so much more efficiently, like crazy efficient. It tricks your brain. So like normally if you're at the gym, right, you're doing a curl and yeah. it's, you're doing one curl per second, right? Yep. This one, Paul, yeah. One muscle contraction per second. This does like 80 contractions per second. It like 90. Your brain. Oh, 90. I thought, I swear I heard you like say 80, but whatever, still high. It's so amazing because I, I mean, we're kind of busy. So 25 minutes to get like the benefits of a two and a half hour workout. So amazing, but that's not even the news. The news is like they were a client and we loved them and we tried the workout and we were so obsessed with the results that we like bought the area rights to Arizona. So we're like the regional developers for Arizona and we're opening a few locations ourselves. And we cannot wait. Yes. So if you're in Arizona, let us know if you want to come try it. If you're not, still let us know because it's coming it's to you. Coming to you. Yeah. We've already sold almost 200 licenses. So insane. It's so going cool. to be the next big thing. Quote me on that. You heard it here first. All right. Well, speaking of the next big thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, not really the next. It's kind of been a big thing for a while and helps other things be big. Okay. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of places my mind is going. Okay. Well, hot air balloon? Uh, not quite. So today we're going to talk about an industry that spends a shit ton of money on marketing, Melissa. I mean, not just like a lot of money on marketing. I mean, a shit ton of market money. How, or do we have this industry as a client? Because I know like, oh, we, we need one. Okay. <laughs> I mean, typically these clients tend to be rather boring and have a lot of disclaimers in their ads. So oh, it's, it's not medical related. Medical. So we definitely would want them as a client, but they're typically not the most sexy clients to have. But yeah. this one is pretty sexy. Okay. All right. <laughs> 
Last year, Melissa, this industry spent $11 billion on digital advertising. Just digital advertising. The whole industry or one product? The whole industry of, of medical? Of pharmaceutical for erectile dysfunction. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's a big industry, yes. And that's a lot of money. Oh, uh, billions of dollars. Why do they digital. have to market it so much? Like, I feel like people, they're excited about it. Like, they, they want to get it, right? I know. That's what, I mean, I was asking myself this question, like, why are they even doing ads? But let me just tell you, they have done a lot of ads over the years. Okay. But just to tell you, this industry alone, just the, basically the erectile dysfunction industry is a $3.2 billion industry. And that's not one product. That's the whole industry. That's just erectile dysfunction. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Not the whole pharmaceutical industry. Is that just pills for erectile dysfunction? Or are there like apparatuses? I mean, are I they like dive in that deep. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Let me just tell you, I have found some really fun facts about this little pill, Viagra. Ooh, that's what, that we're what we're talking, talking about, about today. Okay. So you want to hear some fun facts, Melissa? Always, Alexis. Okay. So this little pill actually helps flowers stay upright for longer periods of time. Uh, It kind of makes sense. Sprinkle a little Viagra in your water, (laughs) and it has been known to keep flowers alive for two weeks longer than your normal just putting water in your vase. What? That is like amazing. I know. I'm I need to get some Viagra. I know. If anyone is out there, please ship us some because <laughs> I get really frustrated when my flowers die quickly. Is this like an analogy? Are we like, hey, send us some Viagra for our flowers? <laughs> AKA let's drug our husbands. <laughs> I'm sorry, just kidding. We would never do that without consent. Without consent. And this The other thing about this drug is it's actually helped pandas stay alive because, Hmm. interesting fact, when they were creating this drug, it was originally discovered in 1989 because they were looking for a treatment for heart-related chest pain. But they discovered that this could also help erectile dysfunction. Wow. Pretty crazy. That is interesting. So it was actually approved for medical use in the United States in 1998 And in 2017, it was the most commonly prescribed erectile dysfunction pill in the United States with over 2 million prescriptions prescribed. Wow. That's crazy, right? Yeah. So that same year, it also became available as a generic medication. Mm -hmm. So after like- Oh, like other brands just made it. Yeah. Other brands made it. And that same actually, year it was first available? That's weird. I thought usually- No, it was in few- 2017. Okay, got it. Um, because it was first available in 1998. Okay. And then 2017, it was the most commonly prescribed. Got it. Okay. Drug. And then everyone else copied it. Totally. Crazy. So actually now in the United Kingdom, it's available over the counter. So you can just walk into CVS and get yourself some Viagra, which honestly- It should be. It should be because after doing a lot of research, this is the most common drug that is replicated on the internet as like for people because they're uncomfortable to go to their doctor to ask for it. So like they get fake versions and then so they're getting fake versions. And I've done I did a ton of research and it's actually really bad. It's because it was created as a heart drug at first. I mean, people are putting really shady shit and it's actually hospitalized people from getting the wrong version of the medication. So just go to your doctor and ask for it if you have this problem, please. I've 
found that out. What if you want to ask for someone else? Like, is that allowed? <laughs> I don't it's think allowed. There's a lot of chat forums out there. I mean, there's a lot of content on the <laughs> internet. And let me just tell you, when you're searching for Viagra, just be careful the other keywords you're inserting in there because you might get to some really awkward sites, <laughs> which I was in a public spot while searching and it got a little uncomfortable. <laughs> for you, yeah. All right. So let's talk about some stats before we get into the actual campaign. Perfect. So the government actually spent $84 million in 2017 on erectile dysfunction drugs. The government did? Did you know that you can get it paid for through Medicaid? Yes. Interesting. So low-income people can go and get their Viagra paid for. Okay. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. And there's actually a lot of stats, Melissa, that when they were doing their big advertising push in the early 2000s, that the birth rate of lower income families increased because of these ads. Really? Like they did a huge study that after the ads were placed, how high the birth rate increased. Specifically in that Specifically in lower income families. Wow. Yeah. So, of course, there's a correlation. You know, they can actually, you know, make it work. Yes. (laughs) Or just make it work better, which leads to more sex, which leads to more children. I mean, I feel like it needs to make it work in general, not better. No. People get Viagra. Girlfriend, I have so many friends who take Viagra who do not need it. It makes it work better, last longer. You can go multiple times. Well... That leads me to the next thing. (laughs) Last longer. So in 2009, they were running a ton of commercials. Yeah. And it was one afternoon where the... A big exec at Pfizer was actually sitting on the couch with his daughter, who was 11 years old, and the commercial came up, and one of the statements in the commercial was... Use Viagra to have a four-hour-long erection. She turns to her father and says, Dad, what's a four-hour-long erection? And he was just, like, mortified and didn't want to explain this and had to kind of dance around it. And he brought it up to the execs, like, I don't think we should be airing this. And then all of a sudden, so many comments and, you know, concerns, complaints started flooding into Pfizer and the government that Congress actually proposed a bill to shut down all ED ads during daytime television and yeah. only air it from 8 p.m. on. I, I mean, so I get it. Like, I think it's annoying that we have to be, like, censor like that. But, like, it is during the day. Like, kids can see it. And at least we could change the language a little bit. Like, you may not want to say, like, a four-hour-long erection. Maybe say, like, you can last four times as long. Yes. And if you see some of these commercials, I mean, I would die if I was sitting there watching them with my kids. Like, there's some that are normal that you would, you know, that are using more clinical language. But a lot of these are just plain cheesy and it would be awkward. So I get it. I actually couldn't find if the bill actually passed, but it was proposed to Congress. So Melissa, remember I mentioned that in 2017, there were so many forms of generic Viagra being put on the marketplace? Yes. Well, Pfizer was losing out on billions of dollars because of this, because Mm -hmm. it wasn't just one or two generics. I mean, there were hundreds of generic forms of this pill being created. Okay. So their traditional advertising that they were using, which typically was using 
a male and a, and a female ad, like sitting on a bed, you know, looking yeah. at each other, going like on vacation. White, like they're like, like, you know, there was ones where they're in the Caribbean and talking and they all of a sudden they look at each other from afar and you can see like they took the pill and all of a sudden stuff starts happening. It's on. But they realized that in 2017, they needed to change things up because they weren't getting the amount of sales that they needed to. Yeah. So they decided to air a 60 second ad with a middle-aged woman like reclining on a bed in a tropical setting that was like addressing the problems that couples encounter when they face erectile dysfunction. Okay. And it was, these ads are so awkward, but this one actually was so different because it was the woman just looking at the camera, being very frank, but you have to see this picture. Okay. This ad is hilarious because there this woman's speaking frankly and r- rather seriously saying that when couples face erectile dysfunction problems, it can be, harm their marriage and yeah, being very like, clinical yeah but she's like in this sexy lingerie on a bed on a beach (laughs) looks like she's in a hotel room you know what actually you know what i think that is portraying first glance that's like her on vacation having an affair because her husband can't get it up (laughs) am i right like come on look at her face she's like do you see her posture she's like kind of like one shoulder's kind of leaning in and she's like her hair's blowing in the wind in the bedroom. Her hair's blowing in the wind. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get it. Like it's that. And actually, I know they're probably trying to target women, but that also is a great ad for guys. Well, that was the whole point is targeting the men. Yeah. Because they felt like if a woman was serious and speaking directly to the man, that they would increase their sales. Yeah. And like, it would be more comfortable. Totally. Get it up, guys. So this ad definitely worked, but a ton of celebrities just went crazy with it. So you have to see this commercial that Ellen did. Okay. I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but Viagra originally asked me to do uh, the commercial and be their spokesperson. And I I did it and I thought it went well, but I guess they decided to go with her. But um, here's the commercial that I made for them. Hello, men. It's me, Ellen DeGeneres. Listen, I'll be honest with you. I don't have an accent. And when it comes to your downstairs area, I don't know how any of it works. And frankly, I don't care. But I know when you can't wake up Sleepy Joe, it's a nightmare. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Plenty of men can't get their noodles al dente. So if your soldier won't salute, then Viagra is for you. Sure, there's lots of problems in the world, crime, the economy, global warming, but this is important. We need to fix your All you need is one of these little blue pills. I fell off the bed. But I have to warn you, if you have dizziness, difficulty sleeping, or if you're Cobra remains charmed for more than four hours, please, please see a doctor. So if you think Viagra is right for you, talk to your doctor or your health care provider. Just don't talk to me about it. Yucky. Okay, Melissa, was that hilarious? Hilarious. Like, I love Ellen DeGeneres. She is so flippin' funny. She is so funny. And I love... (laughs) 
that she was like so serious. Like, well, they actually let wanted me to produce a commercial for my <laughs> And then she was like, I actually don't know anything about how that works and I don't care. <laughs> and you know, if you take that pill, don't show it to me. <laughs> oh my God. It was awesome. But there was another hilarious parody by Ben Stiller. You have to see this one. Okay. What I didn't tell you is Ben Stiller actually was doing his commercial for female Viagra. Oh, like his fake commercial? Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. I was supposed to be in a Super Bowl commercial. Oh, that, see, now we're getting yeah. somewhere. This yeah. Is, yeah, so, yeah, so and, and it didn't, it, you didn't get to do it or something? No, 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 I did it. They just bumped it, they didn't show it at the last minute. Yeah. This is, that's unfair. I mean, yeah. this is, what, what was it for? Female Viagra? Female Viagra. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't know they made commercials for that. Check this out. Here's right. Ben Stiller's new ad for female Viagra. Watching football together is great, but I think most men would agree, huddling with their woman after the game is pretty damn magical. The thing is, even though zero women suffer from erectile dysfunction, over 98% of women over 30 suffer from another condition called not being turned on by their husband anymore. Female Viagra helps women get in the mood and stay in the mood. And you only take it when you need it, like anniversaries, special occasions, or when your husband rolls over and says, want to have sex? Ask your doctor if you're mentally prepared to see your husband without his shirt on. Side effects include dizziness, nausea, having sex with your husband, your husband saying, sorry, was that okay? And if your husband is over 70, nightmares. If sex with your husband lasts more than four minutes, God help you. Just fake it and pretend to go to sleep. Or tell him you have a headache, which, incidentally, is another side effect of female Viagra. Ask your doctor if female Viagra is right for you. Go Super Bowl. That is so funny. Like, he is such a, like, stellar comedian. He is incredible. I know. Don't you love that says, like, side effects are... <laughs> side effects may include actually having to have sex with your husband. <laughs> like, And if it lasts longer than four minutes, God help you. <laughs> <laughs> he is hilarious. I love this. Yeah. Like, it was phenomenal. I just I think it's so crazy how this is definitely, like, a serious condition, but the amount of parodies and crazy ads out there yeah is out of control yeah and the kind of the sad thing is in the united states all of the ads are like way more clinical yeah so viagra when they first started doing their ads it was you know very just words on a paper or words in an ad or on a billboard in nothing like pretty racy mm -hmm. but in other countries i mean they go all out because, you know, like in United Kingdom and Europe, they're like, sex is no problem to be on ads. Yeah. So there have been so many different campaigns for Viagra. I was shocked. Like they just throw everything at the wall to see if it sticks. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's no consistency in their campaigns, which was pretty shocking. In the U.S.? I mean, everywhere. Like, yeah. Campaigns are different. Obviously, most brands create different campaigns for different countries. Uh -huh. But Viagra in the U.S. has tried so many different 
types of ads, commercials, and it's been no consistent actor, no consistent, like just no consistency. It's yeah. crazy. So let me show you some of these things. I mean, those were some crazy celebrity parodies, but let me show you the first TV spots that ever aired for Viagra. Okay. That commercial was so weird. Where was it even from? It didn't say, but they, it was said the best, number one most viewed Viagra commercial. That is not a U.S. commercial. It's hilarious. I mean, it's- You have to describe it because no one can it. Is it is creepy. It is like a woman, like it was definitely one of the first Viagra campaigns that they've ever, ever launched. Because if you see just the cinematography, like the well, woman- it's, it's from the 90s, clearly. And it's a woman that's like in like some lingerie sitting on her couch, reading a magazine. And there is a guy that appears to be what in his seventies, eighties with no shirt on and just a towel. And he's like, starts looking at her dancing. And then all of a sudden he starts break dancing, but spinning on something else because yeah. he's taken Viagra. And then all of a sudden she appears to be like the whole time she's not interested when he's just standing up dancing. But after she starts break, he starts break dancing and spinning, spinning on his penis. On his penis. <laughs> you can say the word. <laughs> spinning on his penis. She looks like she's interested and then it just ends Viagra. It's so weird. It's so weird. So traditionally, these are some other types of commercials they've ran. Yeah, that's kind of boring. Like the commercial is just two people on like riding in a car and the guy like looks out the window and he sees like a poster on the side of a bus for like a vacation. And then he like dreams they're like on vacation. And then it's like, Viva Viagra. (laughs) I mean, these ads, they've tried so many, whether it's awkward, this one, they're trying to be like portray a normal couple's relationship and dreams and hopes. And it's just, all of them are just bad, in my opinion. Have you, are you going to talk about Bob Dole? Bob Dole, I, I didn't put it in here. What? Well, because I think Bob Dole's were so serious. And I also thought those were awkward. It's just like Bob Dole, this like <laughs> old senator talking about erectile dysfunction and why Americans need to be aware of the problem and that it's okay to take Viagra. I mean, just another awkward. Like, why would they choose him as the the spokesperson? Like, I mean, they because have, he was somewhat somewhat of a famous old guy. Yeah, but the crazy part is, so they've spent so much money on advertising. They're all super awkward, like commercials, campaigns, weird. Yeah, and but they still sell. They're the number one selling erectile dysfunction pill. Yeah, well, it's because I mean, it's also. The name brand who first came out with the drug or like the product, let's say, often is always the most, the highest selling because people assume the name brand, just like when you go to a store, you want the name brand of Heinz Ketchup versus like the Safeway brand, right? Like I think that also plays into it why it's still so like number one versus the generics, don't you think? The reason why it also started as the number one is they had, Pfizer had an incredible sales strategy. So everything was pushed through its pharmaceutical reps. Yeah. So back in the 90s, these reps were making millions of dollars. Even not just in the 90s. Wasn't it even in the 2000s? Because Janet, Keith's 
like girlfriend sold Viagra. No, I don't, I don't want to say millions because in yeah. the 2000s, there were so many other generic oh, forms yeah. Yeah. that they actually lost billions of dollars. But in the beginning, I mean, they had like, pharmaceutical reps and they were hitting doctor's offices and that was doctor's offices like they were telling everyone about it so the sales increased tremendously it was all grassroots and i feel like once all of a sudden the generic form started coming out then doctors people would ask about viagra but people got, are getting it from the internet i mean yeah. if you do a quick search yeah it's like get this generic form this generic form there are hundreds of sites out there yeah. that you can get a generic form like without a prescription, yeah. but they're all, there's so many fake ones, which is scary. That's crazy. All right, so those, we talked a lot about commercials, but you have to see some of these crazy outdoor and grassroots campaigns. Okay. Okay, so this first one was titled Holes. <laughs> what? It was published in South Korea in July, 2008, and it was created by Shell, the advertising agency, and it was a direct marketing campaign and it focused on one media asset that was distributed all over South Korea. Okay. Here it is, Melissa. <laughs> uh, it's quite interactive. What yeah. is it? Oh, it's a flyer. That is a flyer? I don't under I can't see it well enough. Can you explain it to me? Sure. It is a flyer where there's a man like flexing and it's not just any man. I mean, he's a quite older man, probably older. like 70s, 80s. I mean, an older body, naked. Yeah, like he has a big belly. Well, this one has a big belly. Oh. And then he has a banana in back of him that is, you know, pointed upwards. And where his penis is supposed to be, there's a hole. <laughs> so when you receive the you flyer- You put your finger in it? You put your finger in oh, it. Oh my God. It's not even a flyer. It's a puppet. <laughs> a it's puppet a flyer. Puppet. <laughs> a puppet flyer. So these were distributed all over the streets of South Korea and people were going nuts. Oh my God. Sales spiked over a million dollars during this campaign. Oh my God. It is insane. <gasps> I mean, can you imagine someone putting this out in the United States? I mean, I think it could work. I mean, this is like a Vegas flyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For it sure. is insane. All right. Here's another one. What is this, Melissa? Can you describe what? It? I don't. I can't. What's the context of it? Look, what's the? Is it a? It's a sticker. So this was placed in China. So it's a sticker that's on doors, and it looks like the handle is coming out of this guy's like penis area, right? There's a call to action with a little blue pill at <laughs> his feet that says Viagra. They place these all over businesses, like a total grassroots businesses? campaign. Businesses? Yeah. What? In Shanghai, China. That is the weirdest thing ever. I mean... <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Oh, my God. I mean, the guy's, like, smiling, like, happy. It's like a cartoon like, character. We'll have to like, post this. And he's yeah. like, look at my penis. It's not going down. It's It's like going a straight doorknob. <laughs> yeah. Straight. Oh, my God. <laughs> Very interesting. And they created a whole series of these stickers. Wow. I could only find this one because the ad agency since 2012 has actually looks like gone out of business, maybe because this campaign was... You mean a little odd. It is a little odd. But like they, then like kids are seeing it when they're walking around the streets? Oh well, my it wasn't God. really like placed in areas where there's kids. Oh, okay. It was placed like at... 
like fancy bars, restaurants, oh my God. and like businesses. Just what I want when someone, a client walks in my door, a Viagra sticker right on the doorknob. <laughs> I mean, I went like, see, they're like business restrooms. Oh my God. It's so hilarious. funny. And they created like every different character. Like it was hilarious. Look at this. Oh my God. That is so funny. So it's the sticker, and this one actually had like the description above it, and it says, real man is forever undefeated. On the erectile dysfunction of men, Viagra has the effects of causing extended and firm erection during whole sexual intercourse. <laughs> what? Why do they describe it that way? Like, it's yeah. so awkward. That's just like a, cult, a, must be like a cultural nuance thing that we don't get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it says this design utilizes the door handles feature of being able to automatically rebound after being pulled down, which is quite similar to the effects of Viagra might bring. <laughs> so they're saying you pull the handle and it goes down, but then you bounce right back up? Extending the erection and delaying ejaculation. This design uses adhesive stickers to stick the pictures to the door handles of men's restrooms. Oh my God. Interesting. I mean... I give them some credit for creativity. I mean... It's really weird, though. Really weird. All right, here's another one. This one was actually placed in the United States. The campaign was called Pill Will Make Your Head High. Make your head high. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, like, the, it's a billboard? It's a billboard. And there's, like, a guy who looks like a giraffe because his neck is so long and his, like, head is popping over the top of the billboard. And it just says Viagra. That's all. And then it's the, the actual tagline on the billboard says, pill will not make your head only high, other <laughs> things high. Like, so awkward. I mean, the wor- it's just like, they could do better. I mean, I feel like they tried so many different routes. They tried like really cheesy yeah. commercials. They tried serious commercials. They tried the woman on the bed in like on the beach. I mean, that was the best one, I think, so well, far that you've shown. The best one is the one I'm going to end with. Okay. Because... I feel like they finally got it. It only took them... Like 30 years. 30 years. (laughs) All right. So in 2020, Viagra hired a new agency, YMLYNR. And they created this campaign that, in my opinion, hands down the best. Okay. All right. So this was a new ad that wanted to target the people behind the problem and focus how like this issue really affects marriages, loves, couples. Yeah. And how the stresses of work and modern life like really take a toll on sexual performance. And the ad shows like these two, these this couple that no matter what, there's so many other stresses in their lives and no matter how hard they try to connect physically, they can't. Mm-hmm. And the music and everything, it's actually an animated commercial. Okay. It's phenomenal. When I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who wakes up next to you. And when I come home, yeah, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who's coming home to you. And when I'm dreaming. That's a great, it's very long. So I assume it's just like an internet commercial, but like so good. Isn't that so good? It's so, it's so like, we can't play it because there's no sound, but like it's this man and woman animated in a bed and like 
she turns to him and like he's on his phone and like she tries to like hug him or whatever and then he like answers the phone call and then you just see this whole series where like they're in the bed but like the bed all of a sudden is like an ocean apart basically and they're like drifting floating in the world like around like it shows like computers cell phones like all the stress and then they realize like let's try again like well the other part you didn't mention is in the beginning he's answering emails and all that stuff and he they basically he goes to try to have sex with her and he can't and he can't so he's like super depressed and then all that's when she begins drifting away and like the bed actually expands and she's like on the other side yeah and then they float into space and it's like then they find each other and reconnect and 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 he says let's give it a go well i mean i think this ad was awesome because the other thing is the tagline don't let life get in the way of your love story. I mean, that's I such mean, a good tagline. It's awesome. I yeah. mean, they nailed it with this. And it was a little bit long, but, you know, the music was awesome. They had the proclaimers in there. Like, I mean, the song, it was... I'm going to be 500 miles. Or I'm going to walk 500 miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to be, I think the song is called. Yeah. yeah. So good. I mean, it's... That was like... I got goosebumps. I know. And it's so crazy to me, again, that it took like 30 years for Viagra to actually understand what's going to resonate with its audiences. Yeah. Because like to the core of the issue, the issue is not necessarily like I, I can't get hard for sex this one time. It's like, it is like you are breaking a relationship up if you can't, you know, give and <laughs> like connect sexually. Like it's, there's so, it's so much deeper. Well, what's crazy is, so this was released in 2020. So you know, this was during COVID. And so this commercial resonated so much more because everyone was so stressed with like- Working from home. Working from home, losing their business, like losing their jobs. I mean, so much was going on that obviously ED was a, could have been a problem before, but it was probably just amplified during that time. Yeah. But I feel like it's, again, how did they take 30 years to figure out emotion, like to attack it from an emotional side? I know. They made it so, they tried to be- clinical like you said and then they did funny maybe and then they they did really weird stuff in other countries but and and in the u.s and then finally understood the emotional impact of ed yeah and i think i don't know about you but the stuff that's funny it's hilarious but if you really think about the problem it's really sad and i feel like the comedy stuff makes men more embarrassed more embarrassed and like oh my god this is a serious issue for me i can't have sex with my wife yeah it's not a joke like uh, i'm not gonna call because of a sticker on a doorknob that's like basically making fun they might feel like it's making fun of them i know so i thought this i mean they nailed it with the emotional touch and i think it it's so important for brands to like think about what they're marketing and before they just go to market with anything like do more focus groups, understand, like, again, it seems like they didn't even interview people with erectile dysfunction, like how emotional it is How they're feeling. Yeah, Yeah. they just went- Or their wives or girlfriends. Yeah, they just like try to approach it from like these odd angles, so. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. If you, there, I mean, there's so many more commercials. I could have gone on and on and on. And like I said, I didn't cover the Bob Dole one because he's actually pretty boring to me and I have no interest. But well, some people say that the Viagra commercial revived his career. Oh my, that's <laughs> sad. <laughs> well, Melissa, again, I don't know. What do you think? I I don't know, actually. Like this one's weird. This one, I'm not sure if anything's going to stick because there's, 
they can't make up their minds. Like the last direction is good, but I never saw it. So I'm curious where they played it. You know, like, I don't know. Well, and the fact that they flip flop like every different, every year. Yeah. It's just like, there's no consistency. Uh, the consistency is in the brand Viagra, yeah. but like the messaging is not consistent. Yeah. So I feel like Viagra, you need to work on consistency. Yeah. Maybe they should hire us. Maybe. I mean, we're pretty consistent. We're, well, yeah. <laughs> and we're creative. So I just want to thank my sources. There was so many great ads out there. Behance had the great article on actually covering all the billboards that they've covered. AMA had a great article on unintended consequences of Viagra advertising. And then obviously YouTube, I got a ton of content for all these different commercials. Great. Well, thank you so much for listening. We hope that you'll tell a friend and that you'll come back next week for another great story. And as always, you can find us on Instagram at Will It Stick Podcast and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, like wherever you listen and make sure you follow so you subscribe to us and then like leave us a review, you know, if you will. Five stars, please. And you can find our address on our website if you want to send us some so our flowers will stay up. (laughs) <laughs> oh, for Viagra. I was like, why would they want our address to send I'm okay, like yeah. on a mission, man. I want to find some and test this hypothesis. Like, what if my flowers, I always buy things dare from Trader you, Joe's. I dare you to walk out to Wes and be like, hey, I'm going to go pick up some Viagra so my flowers won't wilt. He's going to be like, <laughs> what is the double meaning of that? <laughs> oh my God. All right. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> See you next time.